Hey guys, it's Heather. I'm uh, coming to you from the comfort of my Honda Civic Hybrid to record this introduction for the podcast. So today's podcast is a little different. Um, I had, well, I was out of town last weekend. I went to uh, visit my mother in Colorado. I also did some shows. I did uh, the Colorado Room in Fort Collins, which is a great room run by David Rodriguez. I also did uh, Boulder Comedy Show in Boulder on this past Sunday, which is a great show run by uh, Brent Gill and Jeff Tice. So um, if you are in Colorado, please check out those shows. Those are great shows. You're always guaranteed to see amazing comics on them. And I had a great time on them. Uh, and then also just a little housekeeping up top. Uh, tonight I will be battling Rena Hundert in the Comedy Store Belling Room. Uh, five joke main event, guys. So come out, support roast battle uh it should be a good one so uh before we listen to today's episode i just want to preface this by saying that this is a little different because my guest isn't a comedian or you know really like a creative type person well he's creative in other ways but this is somebody who i've known for a while he was um somebody i was friends with uh after college his name is todd um And I just want to say, I want to go on the record and say I do not share his same views on a few things. And and after listening back to some of the episode, you know, because I do a lot of quality control over here at Unruly, um, you know, uh, when my interns aren't able to get to it, I am the person who listens to the entire episode to make sure that things have uh, worked out with the sound quality. I'm kidding. I don't have an intern. Uh, (laughs) I just want to say, like, I, you know... Okay, I think it's important to have, you know, different viewpoints about certain things. And I and I want to say that there are some things that Todd says on this podcast that I don't really agree with. And I may sound glib on the podcast, you know, when we're like discussing certain things, like the comment he makes about um, how, you know, when he has kids, his wife is going to be the one carrying the baby always. Like, I know I don't fucking agree with that. Like, I, <laughs> I think that's like so lame. You know, I really do. But guess what? Sometimes, you know, you can't just like sit and fight all the time. You have to pick your battles. So um, and you know what? I've been friends with people with, you know, different viewpoints throughout my whole life. And I think it's just interesting to have the perspective of somebody who isn't in comedy on my podcast. Um, I think that'll be interesting. I think it'll be good uh, for people to hear. So, um, yeah, guys, you know, enjoy this episode. Take these things that he says with a grain of salt and uh, enjoy this uh, episode of Unruly with me and uh, my longtime friend, Todd Gossage. Okay, bye. Don't say anything, okay? So I, I'm... I'm in my home state of Colorado right now. And guys, uh, you'll be shocked. First off, it's hot as fuck out here. And I have a guest and he's looking right at me. (laughs) Don't say anything yet, though. Um, So I'm at his uh, family home where I've spent many nights. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is back in my wild days. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you what. Um you know, when you grow up in the suburbs, especially in the suburbs of Colorado Springs, there's not a lot to do, folks. And uh, one of the things I used to do <laughs> was uh, get trashed. And uh, guess what? This guy I used to get trashed with regularly, you know, back in the day. So you can introduce yourself. This yeah, is, yeah. This True, is story. Todd. <laughs> True story. Yeah. But, you know, one of us is... No longer drinking, allegedly. You don't drink, right? I haven't had a drink for 
I don't even uh, maybe like a year a year nearly a year I think <laughs> stop bragging yeah yeah I I drink last night <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had like 12 drinks last night probably mm. but I woke up feeling fine so see yeah that's probably not a good sign what do you mean because like it's like in a uh, kingpin you know and he says like I, I don't I don't puke when I drink I puke when I don't drink oh so it's like if you no, don't drink then you'll feel I do horrible. not that, have that's, that yeah Anyway, um, so wait, how did I meet you? Oh yeah, I met you at we met at uh, Phantom Canyon. At Phantom Canyon, and yeah. you we had actually we hadn't gone to high school, right? Cause no, you, we I went to high school okay. together. I, no, I think it was one year. Okay, but, what, but we never met there. No, and then we met because I think you were a senior when I was a freshman. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know you at all. Yeah, no. We, I we mean, I met. knew of you probably. Mm-hmm. You know of your. We don't need to talk about your family. <laughs> okay. I mean, we can. I mean, I've you, you used know, to play whatever. baseball. Yes. And your father. Yes. Played baseball. Yeah, we'll keep him anonymous. <laughs> anonymous baseball player. I mean, wait, are we? Are you? You're being facetious, right? Well, uh, I, no. I, you just said you weren't going to mention him, so I just said he's anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he was a but, baseball player, yes. Yeah, he, yes. And then I was a baseball player in the yeah, minor leagues. Yeah, but your dad, for, you know, he's, you know. Yeah, uh, he's pretty he's pretty famous. <laughs> yes, yes. But I've only met him once, mm. you know, which is crazy. What, was, he, was he nice to you? Um, well, I lot, know I was A lot was of people sitting, are intimidated was, by him. I I think he's intimidated by me. No. <laughs> well, that, yeah, mo- was, a lot of people are. No, I was, uh, I think I was sitting in his chair. And oh, he didn't yeah. ask me to move. Oh, yeah. And you were like, wow, he never, he always asks people to get out of his chair. <laughs> and and <laughs> you said that he didn't do that to me. So, so yeah. I guess, you, I guess you passed the test. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so hot today. Well, you just showed me around your house. And I guess you've been working on some uh, projects. So the first thing you showed me was that like a firewood enclosure. Is that yeah. So, it? so. My parents, they needed a, like, firewood shelter just to keep yeah. the firewood out of the snow and rain and all that. And so I've been looking at this uh, new technique to build a house, uh-huh. this new design. And so I, I was looking for a, a reason to use it to, like, test it out. Mm-hmm. And the firewood shelter was a perfect way to test it out. So decided to build the firewood shelter in that method, as you saw. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, it looks pretty much done. And uh, oh god! Oh, well, how, we... well, how cool is it? It's got arches and it's yeah, a dome. Yeah, it's very interesting. It, yeah, it is arched and there's a dome. And like, if you go to the Broadmoor or very nice places, and I was just there, earlier they actually today. have like fake and people do like faux arches, fake what arches in their house, like rich people, and they build it because wood is supposed to be built like with square angles, everything is square. Well, they will uh, manipulate wood. To make something round, and it's super expensive, and it takes super long time. And, you know, with this method, you because it, it looks beautiful, you know, a round arch and Cause, domes. Wait, because what is the top made out of? Well, it's tiles, oh, like it's that, tiles. I, that I mortared. Uh-huh. But I built it all without forms. This is all very masculine. Yeah, yeah. So Todd is very masculine mm, in yes, some ways. Indeed. Not all of them, but Oh yeah, which ways am I not, Maruli? Uh, what? Which <laughs> I don't know. I mean yeah, that's right. I, no, but you and your I mean your brother, Keith, who I know pretty well also, like you guys are very uh 
into manly things. Hey, there's nothing know? wrong with that, you know. I like the feeling of being being manly, and <laughs> you know, I just kind of squirm when I'm when I get around, you know, homosexual oh, stuff don't, and, don't and all that. that stuff, you know, in Hollywood and okay. all that. Well, so, yeah, okay. Well, no. so you can admit that you have a little uh, little fear of. Um, well, is that a fear? It's not a fear. It's not a fear. It's just a. It's just kind of like, like I, it just makes me feel uncomfortable, which it should. Like a man shouldn't feel I don't know about that. comfortable like watching two dudes oh, like boy. make out. Oh boy! Make out. I don't even right want. Away. I don't even want to say it. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, there's nothing wrong with being masculine. So you're a little homophobic. But but, but nowadays, <laughs> but nowadays, you know, you look at the commercials and all the men. The have commercials. The, yeah, the commercials. The commercials. Yeah, all of the commercials. And you got the, the you got you got the man with the baby harness. Okay. Right? So if you and had you got a baby, the woman, you wouldn't wear a a little baby Bjorn. No, my wife. My wife would take care of. The kid. Oh my! And God. I'd be out doing manly stuff, building stuff with <laughs> my is... with my hands. Oh yeah, Talk, chopping Todd, wood. Can and... I bring this up about your? Uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Todd's getting a divorce, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with what you just said. Well, huh. well, I mean, my wife's what... gonna do that. <laughs> like, well, well, my wife Calm that down. I'm that I'm getting divorced from. Well, I don't and know how much isn't... you can say whatever okay. you want to say. I don't want to okay, make so, you so this, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Okay. So, to anybody out there listening, yeah. I will say this: don't get divorced <laughs> unless <laughs> because, like, okay, me, right? Yeah, I look at my life and I look back at my life and like. I took every 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 turn, every chance that I had in life, I just took a wrong turn. You think that? Like, yeah, absolutely. And it comes from, like, and drinking. Where, no, but, okay, where do you think that started? Like, in high school or when? Yeah, well, probably when I was, like, 14 years old. You and mean when I, you um, started drinking? Well, yeah, like, I was, like, the youngest of three, and, like, I had my first beer when I was probably okay, 12. Hold on, let me say something real quick, though, because we both went to the same high school, and we grew up in, like, I mean, let's be honest, this is a wealthy neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of rich kids who they're basically bored right well like i i don't know okay okay our 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 neighborhood is very interesting in the fact that like my friend my group of friends like you know them Mm -hmm. they're pretty genuine people yeah but there was always that crowd in our our school that's like the cool kids sure and they were pricks they were pricks. You they were those rich. A part of they were like rich. No, absolutely not i never liked those kids well i didn't know you and my parents are very genuine and um you know, my dad, like, he's a famous baseball player, but mm-hmm. but him and my mom, you know, he didn't get, like, the trophy wife when, once he got rich, like a lot of baseball players do. And, like, mm-hmm. my mom, it's kind of interesting how money What does your mom do? She's changes a nurse, stuff. Right? Yeah, she's a nurse. Okay. And so they met in high school. But you can see how money changes stuff in this world because, like, my dad played for 23 years. Right. So when he started, my mom would talk about it. And all the all the wives that they would hang out with and the people they'd hang out with, all the teammates. Yeah. Like, it was a really fun atmosphere. Sure. It was just, like, fun, and it was just genuine. And then, like, when my dad got later on, when the money started rolling in. Well, when did he start? In the 70s? Yeah, 72, I believe. And then 90, in the 95 was his last year. So, and so we could say the team he's most famous for playing yeah, for so, is the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. So, so, anyway, you know, near the end... Uh, he started, you know, there was a lot of money that started rolling into baseball. Right. And, and my, my mom could see it, you know, the most. Because she would know. Yeah, because um, the wives all start all of a sudden started being like the glamour wives. Oh, and sure. And like the, like looking perfect. And they got their big old diamond rings. And they do, they would just talk about stuff so like, this was when, I'm like, going like to the, the spa. So this was like in the 80s or what? No, it was like 90s. 
in the nineties. Yeah, like that's er, when early to that's mid-90s. when money got big in baseball. Why? Why big. is that? What? What well, was the just shift? Na- just there? natural. I mean, um, you just popularity, really. And but um, wasn't baseball? Hold on, and sorry to interrupt you, but like, wasn't ba- weren't baseball players always making a lot of money? Like in the what about like in the fifties and sixties with like no. What, what about like Babe Ruth? Was he rich? Well, Babe Ruth. Well, I mean, Babe Ruth <laughs> or like was Joe Babe DiMaggio. Ruth, but like, had, were they, they rich? Had, yeah, but but think about it. They would have had all these commercials, and that that was that. They still had endorsements. Okay, back then. is that part of it? But if you were, okay. but if you were a baseball player, just sure. Joe, Joe baseball player, you didn't make like super. Yeah, like of what money. was like an MLB salary like in the? Well, it's hard to. I mean, even if even if I knew, it uh-huh. would be like. You know, when you mention numbers, it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't even you don't we don't even know what they mean because the inflation, you know, but they probably sure. made like, you know, three grand a season or, I, you know, but it's hard to say what that even is because. Well, w- you, but you're you saying know. when your dad started, like he wasn't like making like no serious no, money. No, he, no, he just was making right. pretty normal money, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're saying like other players started making money and then your mom noticed yeah this change and then what happened and then i mean but you're saying you were raised basically not as one of these right yeah that's that's what we're we're getting to that like (laughs) sure my parents were always genuine people and so i guess i didn't grow up with like having any stock and like oh we're like better than those people or something Mm -hmm. and it seems like everybody that i that we grew up with that's in like my close you know friend friend group yeah is very genuine like we don't care about any of that stuff and um but there was a lot of people who they were like the rich kids and they yeah. they were like snobs and they they like had this bad attitude of like they were like super cool or something mm-hmm. and like i'd i didn't didn't like them and like they'd be the kids that if you had a party, you'd be like, I don't want them coming over because they would just disrespect. <laughs> they just disrespect just be, your yeah, your house. Disrespectful and, people. Yeah. yeah, you can name a name. No, that's all right. Just, just throw a name out there. No. Just how how about you? The uh, wait. What do you think? Okay. Well, like, why does it even matter? Nobody even knows these people anyway, right? <laughs> no, I'm going to write down a name, and you tell me what you think of this person. Okay. Okay, because this person I think is insane. Like for real, like he's not well. Oh yeah, no, I mean that, that's that's one of my buddies. But is he okay? <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. No. Um, yeah, no, I, he's, I used uh, to worry about him. Like, he's in, like, like a in, mess. What, in what way? He's an alcoholic, isn't he? Well, he, he has. To he be. likes he likes to party. <laughs> like, and but I must say this that yeah. I do. I look like now that I've kind of okay. It's kind of like um, hanging out in the outhouse. Where you hang out in the outhouse long enough, it stops smelling like shit. Yeah, I try to, where, to go in those. To where, like, but... I've been out of the outhouse <laughs> you know, for, for you quite know a long I'm a time, princess. you know? <laughs> and, and by the way, like, the Bible, like, as you oh, know, man. I'm like a... Yeah. A, I know you're a scholar a of the Bible. Christian now. No, you, you said you're not religious. No, but no, I'm not part of, like, okay, the, the problem, and everybody will, will, it's will organized talk about the religion. Bible. Yeah, and they'll talk about the Bible, and I've heard, and I made the same arguments all my life, is that the Bible's just used, it's always been used to just control people, and they've been, they've just used it, you know, to brainwash people and to control people, and it's really not true. Um, because well, I think there's and, a lot of interesting stuff in it. Oh, but. super interesting! And it and if I would I would uh, totally recommend that people just read it. Like, 
It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Said, it's phenomenal. Wait, it's the King James Version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you got to get. Is this it? Because all these new churches, yeah, because all these new churches, they mm-hmm. use all these fake versions, and they're newer, and they sound like crap, right? And so, like, like God... Well, usually when you go to church, they'll have, like, a, like a missile that'll have, like, selected passages. It won't have, like, the whole... It won't be the whole Bible. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a lot of preachers... And they'll be, like, turn to page yeah. uh, oh, 428. Yeah. Oh, and or... there's some stuff in this book that, that most people wouldn't even touch. Because it's, like, a harsh message. Okay. And so... And, and wait a second. Who who was King James? So, King James, he was the king... I, I wish I knew more, like, the exact history. But the gist of it... You can watch... Was uh, he Steve, English? I suggest people watch Stephen Anderson's documentaries... There's a good one called uh, New World Order Bible Oh, versions. no. Stop. New yeah, okay. World Order Maruli. You need to calm down. New first World Order. All, the Illuminati. When I, when the I, real fake news. First of all, when I first met you, you did not think any of this stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, like when you first met me, like, was I a really bad guy? A bad guy? Right. Yeah. Do you think you were? No. What, would mm, you say I was a bad guy? I'd say you were wishy-washy. Okay, but not like a bad guy, right? <laughs> no, I never so, thought you were a bad I, I guy. Was just, I was just a guy that, like, you know, I didn't really know any better. You know, I thought I thought life was about, hey, man, let's go to the bar, hook up with some chicks. You but know, also you were young. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we were yeah. Both yeah. Young had our whole life, had my whole life ahead of me. You know. Okay, because I met you right after I finished college. I think so. Yeah. I was like twenty three, and that would have made you what twenty six? Yeah. Something. so 26 is so young yeah 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 it's so young it's so young but then but but then you get a couple years later and your life is ruined (laughs) okay so then you're like what happened yeah let's back up and talk about how you said that you feel like you've made wrong turns right at every point in your life And, and so you're saying starting when you were you started drinking when you were 12 hey can you cuss on this thing yes okay you could say the F word. Okay. So so word. I would say I would say the <laughs> first wrong turn that probably happened in my life probably wasn't my fault, but it was me uh we watched a porno, you know how kids <laughs> okay. will like get get a porno, you know yeah, whatever, sure. like oh check it out. I got a porno, you know, and watch it. Was it a VHS tape? Yeah, it was a VHS tape. Wow. Of course. Okay. And it was called Double Fucked Blondes. Oh, I think you told me and about I, this. I, I've never seen anything as disgusting as this and t- to this Wait, day. Was it was a DP And porn? I like watch. It was DP. It was <laughs> the same in the same hole. That's why it was called Double Fuck Blondes. I think I know somebody even, who talked about this. It wasn't this. even like DP, you know, where... You mean it's, it like, like, it's like two dicks in the ass at the same well, time? <laughs> inter- I think it was inner pussy, okay. which is, which is not as bad, for the day. of course. Or, you know, but back no. in the day, that was probably a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that was my first image of sex. So that, that was probably a uh, so would you say that a, a bad first okay, way to let start me ask, out? Let me you ask know? you a question. So do you think that your your understanding of sex was based on porn for a long time? Well, your understanding, I would call it like I would call it like okay, the Bible calls it like walking in the flesh. Okay. So when you're flesh, right? So it's kind of like if you're if you're an alcoholic, if you get to be if you get to drinking, you know, like obviously I've drank my whole life you know up until now up until a couple years ago and whatever yeah so like you know how when you drink and you get on like a roll Mm -hmm. you know where you go like i'm drinking like four days straight yeah and you're like you got to keep that ball rolling okay because you're like this is gonna suck when i get off this when i get off this but then you're like well i got one more night Woo, yeah live it up yolo you know so it's kind of like that to where 
your when you're walking in the flesh, say like Tinder, you know, or all these dating websites, it's got people so like just just like they're like hungry animals for like okay. sex and for <laughs> just all fleshly desires. And so yeah, it okay. gets, it gets I kinda your, see what you're saying. It gets your um carnal instincts excited to where you and that's not good. You know, well, and our society I do does feel that. like well, I do feel like our society kind of does place an emphasis on not just sex, but um having a relationship yeah. and especially for women i feel like women especially as you like around my age i'm 31 you know it, like if you're not married people start asking you like well are you seeing anybody that's like the first question people ask me not you obviously but like when i see somebody they'll be like like oh are you dating anyone that's like always the first fucking question and i think that that still reflects the sort of backward thinking where like you know you're you're worthless unless you have somebody fucking you <laughs> Does that make any well, sense? Well, I, yeah, I mean, you know but, what I'm saying. Well, I, I can see how you think that is backwards, but I would think that it's it's almost it's almost backwards because our society's backwards. Because, like, honestly, like what's what the proper thing to do is, and like what I ruined in my life hmm. is like what what should happen is like we shouldn't be just totally these carnal creatures that are just like yeah sex booze like yeah yeah just like we're just stuff. like hungry yeah. everybody's like living fast you know and right. just like so it shouldn't be like that you should actually meet somebody and then um you know the woman shouldn't just like just open up her legs <laughs> for just some <laughs> hold dude. on a second though calm down calm down there. yeah yeah because yeah. you know women enjoy sex too you know Oh, so you're Don't you're you taking the, you're taking the feminist role that like well, you know, sl- you're not going to slut shame me. No, nobody slut shames me because I chose to fuck that guy. He didn't fuck me. I fucked him. I got the power too. We're equals. Well, first it's of all, like, no, like, it, it no, wasn't like, like that. no slut shaming is not. I mean, in this world today, it doesn't really happen. I mean, well, I mean, especially in Los Angeles where I live, like nobody gets slut shamed. You know, because <laughs> everybody's a slut. Just, no, 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 not everybody's a slut. And honestly, I don't well, even know what that word means anymore. To me, it, it's like meaningless. And honestly, you know, I feel like you see the character of a guy after you sleep with him. I don't think you see it until after you sleep with him. Um, I think that guys will act a certain way. You know, they'll act all like nice and yeah, right, whatever. Right. And then and that's you have charm. To... Charm is, is that's like, well, it's guys being manipulative. Yes. And you can't, you can't give into that because no, women, well, that's what I'm saying. Women, Hold women on. Can... But okay, I have a point ahead. here. I have a point here. I think in order to see the way a man is really going to treat you, you do have to sleep with him eventually. Okay. Because if a man, you know, chooses to treat you disrespectfully after that, then he's trash anyway. So why would you want that? Do you see what I'm saying? Well, like, why would you want a guy who, who treats you badly after the fact? You see what I'm saying? Like a man should respect you. Well, the way I look at it though, is that a man, how it should work is the woman should be upstanding and the man should respect her. Like there's a thing with men, like this is how we were just created. And I know, the women, the feminists, they're like, no slut shaming, you know, they don't believe this. But, like, that's how we're made is that, like, a man who, like, you know, a man who, a woman who sleeps with a bunch of men. What's a bunch? Well, like, I'm just saying, like, like a prostitute or Look, something. can I just say that, I mean. I know, Maruli, I know, I know about you. <laughs> you 
know anything. <laughs> but but no, I think I think how it's supposed to work is that a man is supposed to okay, and that flesh thing. This is where that flesh thing comes back. A woman should say, no, no, no. Like you're gonna have to calm that flesh down, and and I'm not giving it to you. And then he's got to like, it's like a hard. It's well, like, I mean, it depends on on the on the guy and what you want, decide you want from him. Because women have more autonomy than you think, you know. Because like there are certain guys where like I have zero interest in having a relationship with them. And it's like fine, I'll sleep with this guy, and and honestly, that's it. And I don't want to see him again. Like women are like men in that way sometimes, you know. Yeah, like not I everything mean, has to be this like elaborate like cat and mouse like you know well, game well, you know. I mean, and I, guess, I hate I guess, that. I, I guess hate a cat games. And mouse, but it's, it doesn't have to be like it's not fake. It's actually genuine when when you actually love somebody. Yeah, because before the person that they are, and on your wedding night, you're like, wow, it's like something special. Are you saying that? <laughs> Hold on a second. First of all. When you got married, your wife was not a virgin, okay? Obviously. <laughs> no immaculate conceptions there, no. Right. And, yeah, so, like, are you saying in the future when you're dating, you're going to be, like, looking for virgins? Is that what you're saying? Well, listen, listen, like... <laughs> I know okay. you don't want that. Come on. <laughs> well, I, I, a virgin's fine. Okay. That's fine. Um but yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I don't even know if I deserve a virgin, you know, after my past. No, but I, uh, what I'm but, saying is, is at your age, you know, a woman who's a virgin, like, come on, she's going to be way too uh, but, young for but you. But my age, like, yeah. look at, look at, look at the, look at the young men. They're a bunch of just sissies. So like, there'd be a lot of women that are young that would like a man instead of a, instead oh, no. of a little, well, no, I agree with, with that. Little, his little <laughs> hair, his hair turned flip to the side. Yeah, his little hair flip. <laughs> and he's... Uh, you know, like so. Listen, when you're a godly man, God will just like you know how <laughs> oh you know how God. in life, right? You know how in life you were bad like things, bad things ago. just like come out of nowhere. What do you mean? And they just they just strike you. I think that's just life. Yeah, it's life, but it's also God's the God is the king of sick jokes, and he like I'm sure you've had stuff happen where you're like you cannot make that up. How did that happen? Like, what do you that, mean? Like it's just a, it's just an ironic sick joke. You mean like something just, just something, happening in my life just, where it's, it's so like, ironic, oh, of course. You can't even make it up. I don't, I don't and, know what an example of that would be. And so be. that's God like trying to teach you a lesson. He's giving you signs. Okay. And so, but the same thing happens with good stuff. And so like when you go, like it talks about in the Bible how once you read it and you know it, mm-hmm. like I would get punished way more for like, you know, going out and fornicating as it's called in the Bible, like sleeping with some chick. Like I would have... My life would be in shambles if I did that. If you if you because, fornicated? Yeah, because I know that now. Like I'm not like So you you're know. saying you're never gonna have sex unless you're married again? No. What? Because I like be I, you're lo- saying I, yes. like, I like being blessed. Oh, and I've got this I've is got, a very interesting change yeah, for you. I know. Cause Todd, I, I like, I'll be I like, honest, you were a little bit of a slut. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't a slut. I was I was a stud. Oh god. <laughs> no, no, but you know, that's um, but that, you know, that's how it is. Like, you know, if you're, you're the man, if you, you know, bang a lot of chicks, but you're a slut, if you have a lot of dudes banging it, it's kind of designed that way. I'm sorry, feminist. No, but it is designed that's the that way, way it works. That's what I'm telling you is that women, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> but, they're made to feel badly. About- I will say this. I will say this, that you're a piece of shit as a guy mm-hmm. when you use your charm and you use your good looks or whatever you have. 
and you beguile women, you know. Mm. And yeah, you, that's a good point. You are a turd. And okay. You, and I and and I hope that. And if you if you don't get punished by God, the Bible also says that people that don't get punished, yeah, that's because like you watch out, like they're gonna burn in hell. Yeah, because he no. says says that like if he loves you and you're his and you take his his wisdom. He'll punish you. Well, so here's the thing. I mean, I got out of a relationship about a year ago, and then I'd say for about, like, six or seven months, I the thought of even touching somebody sexually or being touched sexually, like, disgusted me. Because mm-hmm. I was just so, like, hurt by what happened. Where yeah. And I saw my ex a couple of times um, after we broke up, and, like... I had to like I had to go to the bathroom to throw up. Like that's mm-hmm. how bad it was where I was just so freaking hurt by what he did to me. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe what happened and I and the thought of like having sex was like nauseating yeah, to me. Yeah, right, right. And you know, and and then I like hooked up with a couple guys and it was like fine, whatever. I mean, one of them I'm like really good friends with. Um, and another No, two of them I'm really good friends with. But there's this other guy I went out with recently who <laughs> I mean, like, here's the thing. Guys can be totally deceptive. Like, this guy was totally deceptive with me. Yep. Like, you know, he made it so- seem like he was, like, super interested yep. in, like, getting to know me. And Absolutely. He-, he took me out on a few dates, okay? Oh, yeah. And then and then we did sleep together. And then guess what? He he ghosted me. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I I just think that's so fucking rude. You know, and the fact that he did okay. that, it makes me no, listen, it makes me not want to go out with anybody else. Right. It, it makes me it distrust men. It should. It does. It makes me want to like test men and yeah, like put absolutely. them through the gauntlet, you yeah, know? Yeah, do it. Because it's so I, I'm just tired and not even just at my age, but like I feel like I've been through so much with guys that I I I can no longer tolerate disrespect from yeah, men. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and 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 the Bible also talks about drinking and how it's um how it corrupts your judgment, and it says like well, you I wasn't will utter drunk when no this no was... I'm talking about and I think it's a lot you for mean when men. men are drinking. Yeah, because like as a man, mm-hmm. and I I can vouch for this that like your judgment just goes out the window. Like, yeah, especially in our society. When, because like, you know, the Bible also talks about nakedness, how women aren't supposed to just walk around wearing nothing because men obviously look at women and lust after them when they see some tight booty shorts and they're like, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. And then you got a couple of drinks in you. So it's like, it's like, it's just the worst thing. Like this society, we are in just like the most horrible situation. Like we... We can't do anything good in no, our present No, because we do have a very um, – I our culture, as far as, like, recreation, like, drinking is, like, a yeah. huge pillar yeah, of man, American just, society. Yeah, just, man, just do it, you know? You know, because, like, I mean, you'll see in commercials, you know, everything's about, like, beer and, like yeah. – And everybody's, like – you know, having like, yeah. like like in a beer commercial, there's always like you know men and women having yeah, a great yeah, time, yeah. And, and then it's like Miller High Life, yeah. you know, <laughs> which yeah, is like garbage yeah, the, yeah, beer. Yeah. And know? usually beer is for men, so they're they're usually advertising to men. Yeah, so it's like, but I think, hell yeah, yeah, man, I want to go to a party with a bunch of hot chicks, right? Crack open some bush. Yeah, but also like I think the beer market is like bigger than ever, and they're and like women are into it. Yeah, and, like, I mean, probably so because like breweries are huge. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. All I know is is alcohol is probably a solid business that I'll never yeah. go out of business. Yeah, and it's not getting smaller uh, in the – I think we're in the end days 
honestly. Oh, we can talk about that. Well, a okay, and like we'll go back to that whole thing with like our situation, like we're talking where you just go out to the bar, see some hot chicks in booty shorts. Like our flesh is just like we just live in the flesh 100% of the day, swiping Tinder left or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is this is this is so messed up. And it started, guess, guess what when it started? Mm-hmm. It started with the hippies, our parents' generation. They're the ones that let us down. And that's when the Bible Baby went boomers? out the window. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Because think of think of it. Their their generation, their legacy is going to be start, – it started with Elvis shaking his hips, and it'll end with <laughs> Miley shaking her ass. Oh, my God. And it just, I don't know. It, it, was just a ba- it was just a downward spiral, just a, just a backslide. Just to just to where we are now. I don't and know they, about that. The I feel ones. like I feel like we're gonna totally okay. I think I understand what you're saying, but I also kind of disagree because I feel as though we are entering this like new era in which, um, I don't know, blurring like, all the lines of everything. No, I of everything. No race class. You come on. They they they. they, (laughs) It's all over. It's all over. They want to. They want to destroy the boundaries of. You know. They want to tell kids in school you can't use boy and girl. I think. I think the world is better for women than than it's ever been. Probably. For what? Are you talking like some businesswoman who wants to wear some pants and <laughs> work her way up to the top and yeah, break that glass ceiling, girl? Look, you go, girl. No, for, for somebody like me, there isn't really a glass ceiling. I don't know. Right. I think I'm I, doing fine. I think I think female comedian is kind of dangerous, though. Well, okay, let's talk about that. Because a lot of them will talk about... No, let's talk okay, about that. Okay, and here's, yeah. my, here's my take because on comedy a lot of in men, general. Here, hold on. A lot of men are threatened by female comedians. For sure. Well, I think there's because there an is, element, there's something masculine about yeah, it. Yeah, there is. You're on because you're stage. Well, you're kind of bearing all. Yeah. So that's a little bit like scary. You know, Does that scare yikes. you? Well, it's sort of like um like a like a woman should be you know in the biblical sense. <laughs> like up. Yeah. Demure. No. No. People hate this. Demure. People hate me talking like this. They want to be like oh, I'm a woman. I, I'm a I can do anything, and the, but then, but then they can play the woman card when they want to, you know. So it's like a double standard. It's like I can be a man when I want to be. I can do anything, but then when I want to be a woman, well, well, then I can be a woman too. So it's like it's like wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, but so anyway, a woman should be like a woman. You know, they should be like passive. And why do you think that? Well, I'm just saying, like, um, a ch- the, okay. why are you friends with me? Hold on, let's back up here. You know who I, well, you're, what I'm you're, like. You're, I'm not saying that it's unfeminine and manly. I'm just saying that it's, I don't. It's hard to explain. But what I'm saying is that female comedian, it's a little bit dangerous because I feel like, well, I feel like comedy in general hmm. is kind of like you're making fun of your messed up. And I think, like, I, like I said, God is the is the master of the sick joke. Okay. So a lot of times comedians will make fun of their own lives. Of course, yeah. Because it's it's a funny because God I mean, has a sense of I think, humor. Yeah, I think the best comics talk about their own lives and talk right. about themselves. Right. Sure. Yes. So so if you look at females being a sacred thing to where like, you know, you know, women are this thing that shouldn't be spoiled, if you will, like a flower, and you look at, you know, it's just you're up there kind of bearing all and half the time as female comedians you're talking about 
stuff that's like your your sexual exploits. Sure. And you your saw, bad, you've seen me do your, comedy. Yeah, right. But that's not just you. That's a lot okay. of female comedians. But they the, talk you about, thought it was good, right? You think I'm funny? Yeah, you you just I just my jaw just dropped when you like said your first line. I was like, "What, Maruli? Like, you can't say that." Was it the uh, the joke about how I have an AA meeting yeah, in my pussy? Right. <laughs> so what? Well, like I didn't even get it at first. You didn't oh, even like warm me up. It was like, yeah, that's, two. It's like ten seconds in. Pussy. It. I just. Drop I was like, it. what? Look, oh. see, that's the thing. So, but it, but anyway, back back to what I was saying. That yeah. So. Females, a lot of times comedians, will have to kind of say, oh, I dated this guy. I've been dating so many guys. You know, that's usually what female comedians well, are. Their acts are. That's not true so necessarily. Okay. I don't know which women you're talking about. I mean, who's, um, who is your reference point? Who are you talking about? Amy Schumer or okay. somebody like that? Name me one, one female comedian who's like, uh, I'm not a slut. What? Think about it. Who's like? Who's like? I'm happily married. I have kids. I'm a stay-at-home oh, well, mom. No, I'm a female. Oh, character. I mean, Ali Wong. You know, she's married with kids. Christina P. Christina Pazitsky. She's married to Tom Segura. She's a comic. She's a special mm. on Netflix. Well, hey, you know, um, they, that's, that's... Maria Bamford. She's married. She doesn't have kids, but you know, none of her. But she doesn't. She doesn't make fun of herself. She doesn't make fun of herself. But she doesn't make fun of her. She talks mostly about her mental health issues. Right. But she doesn't like make that. fun of like her husband is this or. Uh, no, or... I mean she does get into like stuff about her marriage. Yeah, but, but not like not it's like, not um... the stuff you're okay. I think you ha- probably. I mean, in no shade. Yes, you are still living in Colorado Springs. <laughs> I still what? You still live in Colorado Springs? Yes. Okay, which is. As we know, very uh, conservative. Yeah, no, but I don't buy that. It's just, it's just, it's, it's a weird town. It's you, weird. you think it's weird? It's probably. Fake I, I didn't know. Got those mega churches. Those places oh, are. Well, no, I those mean, those places are satanic. They're full of shit. They are satanic. I mean, remember when Ted Haggard got busted yeah. for meth and and it doesn't the gay surprise me. It doesn't, like, like a real pastor. No, 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 no. Do these, that. no, no, no these, no. the mega churches are like. I hope they're not listening, but uh. <laughs> you know, I hope they are. They need to know that they are. No, no, no. Because this town. Well, I don't know how I would describe this place. I mean, yeah, we grew up in the Broadmoor, which is like a really nice area. But you know, there is like there's a lot of military presence in this town, yeah, and a then a lot of like <laughs> a lot of like evangelical yeah. type people. Oh, it's got and a lot. Then, of... No, there is trash because there's like a big like meth population. Oh, and now here. the weed business has brought all these low lowlifes. But it, town, wait, the weed and... business isn't that sort of like hasn't the bubble on that popped because it's legal? No, well, you, I don't know. I don't know. Works. All I know is that like once since it started, there's mm-hmm. all these people that are just flooding in here from they're other like, states. They're just they're, yeah, just like deadbeats. There's like hell yeah, bro. That's like my number one hobby. Just just smoke some weed, bro. Like that, like. Like I, if you I don't make your if you make all. your life decision on you know moving to a place to smoke weed, <laughs> you know there'd be a lot of people that say, yeah. "Well, I'm sure a lot of them move here for they have a kid that has a disability and they need the weed." Okay, that might be <laughs> one in a hundred. Okay, but you think it attracts people who are Unsavory. like unsavory characters yes okay and military does too. I don't know. I haven't really like thought about it, so I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm looking I I have a text. What? <sighs> a spam text. Anyway. 
Yeah, no, there is a lot of there are a lot of unsavory people in Colorado Springs. Mm, but I love it. It's a great town. <laughs> you do love it. It's got a great feel, great energy about it. Do you it. really think that? Although it's kind of go, it's it's it. kind of going to shit. Where do you go now, though? Do you just well, like, mostly it's got, stay it's here? So Where hit. do you go? It's gotten, like, well, I go downtown. I do some study studying. You know, <laughs> okay. I go. I go to these hipster do you go to, places like, a coffee downtown. Shop? Yeah. Which one? And um. Well, should I say? I mean, yeah. Okay. Why do you I think go- people are going to stalk you? No, no. I just didn't know. Like, I might say something bad about it. Oh, you know? okay. So I just thought I'd just or keep you can it. write it down. So anyway, um, well, it doesn't really. It's just one of okay. those hipster places downtown. But, but the oh, hip- that's not really downtown. The, the hipsters are moving in. <laughs> okay. And so, like, well, and I want to say this first. Why off. is that? Is I is wanna... are people leaving Denver or like? I don't know what's happening. No, or... I think it's just Colorado Springs. Is just this. Um, everybody's just moving here. It's got all the the fag like don't say that um, <laughs> people that are like oh my god yeah bro I'm like like mountain biking and they're like and I'm not saying mountain biking is like not cool but what I'm saying is there's always been these things that these fads like like now it's cycling right everybody gets in their spandex okay. and cycles and then you know and all these people they probably have a garage full of every fad that came and went like fly fishing was in for a while there so i'm sure these same people that are cycling now were fly fishermen you know uh, 5 years 10 years ago okay. so what i'm saying is that like uh, this town is getting a lot of those people to where, and like it goes hand in hand with style too. Okay. And like, the, like anything with like style, just watch out for it. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like anything, anything with genuine, style. Like, true, genuine men, okay. they don't worry about their style that much. I don't agree with that. Okay, you can look at yourself and be like, well, okay, I'm not going to look like a hold slob. Hold on, can I say something? Well, no, you, I, you like a guy, like... I like a guy who takes care of himself, but, okay. I, yeah, and he'll probably you give do, you a nice, charming you have, look. So you, you do can have kind of a point, though, because I did. I had a boyfriend in L.A. who was, like, so obsessed with his looks. Yeah. And he was the worst person I've ever yeah, dated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was, he was abusive yep. to me, and, like, many, like verbally and emotionally, primarily. Yeah, that's for women. <laughs> but he also, like, so when we got ready to go out, he would take, like, tw- three times <laughs> as long as me. Yeah, see, that's... Because it takes me, like... Yeah. 10 minutes to put on my makeup and he would like you know he'd be like fussing with his hair yeah with like uh, pomade and he'd be like oh i don't yeah and his outfits like he'd be like should i wear this with this and i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you and then i you know i like was that a turn on to you no absolutely not i was so annoyed with that you're like i should be doing that well no i mean because i consider myself i mean like even though i am like kind of princessy like i am pretty low maintenance with that stuff yeah you know and i don't take that long to get ready to go you know but you know that was like so annoying to me yeah. I could never be with a guy like that. Oh yeah, again. and and that's how this uh, Colorado Springs is turning is like a lot the of hipster. <laughs> so watch out when when any sort of thing gets so stylish, and that's how Colorado Springs is becoming. Because like there's that bumper sticker, you know, that says like "Keep Austin weird." And then when somebody had one for... Or they have that for like, Portland keep, also. Okay. And then they had one for Colorado Springs that was like, keep Colorado Springs lame. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I know that one. Yeah, Because keep like Colorado, Colorado Springs, Springs that's what I've always liked about it. It's always been kind of a, a genuine lame. sort of... Yeah, like yeah. sort of like not style. And they got all these people now coming in. They're like way stylish. And like I went into the coffee shop the other day and I was like, all right, see, see you, man, you know? Yeah. And this guy doesn't even say anything. 
He goes like that. Just flips me the the do wait uh, like deuces. The deuces. <laughs> it's just like doesn't no. even say anything and just does that. And he, oh and this guy God. is hipstered out. He's got the perfect hipster hair. Yeah. His perfect flannelly shirt. He's the guy's little tattoos. They all got their tattoos. You know Asleep. that's part. Of, yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's just like. Um, you just way too much style, bro. And it's just like, watch out for any time you have a man that has way too much style. He's just like, just, ugh. Yeah. No, I like a guy who, you know, takes care of himself, but definitely not. I don't yeah. a stylish guy. Oh, God. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That is a red flag that I should be thinking about. This mm. is, yeah, you, you know, you, you this want, is some good advice. Yeah, you want, you, want, you want like a real man with yeah. some morals. You don't want some guy also that's just going to have a couple of drinks and try to give you a little charming look. Because that's just, you know, like Ugh. like I used to. And that's how like walking in the flesh, once again, as a guy, you're like you see some chicks in booty shorts and, and you just want that. You just want that easy kill. You want that kill for tonight. You know, you want you want to be fed. <laughs> You know, okay, and so I that's when you saying. start using your charm, and you, you know, then then you just you just uh, cheapen you, yourself. Do you think you did that a lot? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. I would walk up to a girl and use everything I had, oh. you know, to try to to try to <laughs> wow her. No, I you know, I think I think with you, we were just like, hey, what's up? You know, we started know having that. a. Well, I think like we've had a, a genuine connection sure. from the get go. I don't think I ever looked at you with like a. I don't know, like a devilish little okay. charm. I don't. I don't remember ever feeling that way about you. Oh, but you know, offended. Not in like a bad way. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. You know that we've always had like a very good. Like we can talk about stuff. Yeah, which is fun. Which, yeah. Honestly, you are the only woman. Oh boy. Don't. And my wife, who I'm getting divorced to. <laughs> which, by the way, I never got back to that. Yeah. Is that the Bible says that once a woman gets divorced? Okay. That. You can't. Um, once you marry another man, you're just you, you're committing adultery. What do you mean? So, if a woman gets remarried, like, like God takes marriage very seriously, I mean, especially from the female perspective. And it kind of makes sense if if I look at everything that I that I've come in contact with in that regard. What do you mean? Well, like like my aunt for say. Like she, she has like these guys. Like she's divorced. Okay. And now she has like these guys, and we never know like what they are. We're like, are you dating? And she's always like secretive, and like I think she's ashamed of it because you know, like I, I don't know. I think she's maybe just like sleeping with him, and it's probably it's probably shameful for her. You know, as a woman, it, this stuff is shameful. You know, and we're trying to we're trying to I don't we're feel, trying to blend I don't feel all that. Shame we're trying to for... destroy it, but. I don't feel shame for what I do sexually at all. Well, you know, I what I do get fucking perturbed with is guys who don't treat me well and they don't treat me with respect. Well, yeah, but think about it. That's that's a um, that's what? a result of no, you know, not necessarily. So you think there's a guy? That... There's guys who who I feel don't treat me with the respect I deserve, and I've never slept with them. And they seem to think that I'm going to. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't but, know. I just I can just tell when a guy is like speaking to me in a way where his motivation is just to fuck me, and I'm just over it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that any real men, which there's not a whole lot, Ugh. 
in this in this day and it's, age. It's uh, bleak they, out there. They Tom. actually <laughs> they actually want a woman that that they can um, you know spend their life with. And now everything's gone. Well, it depends gone, on the guy. I mean, I think a guy has to be at a certain age to want that. Well, that might be true, but you know, I mean, I do agree that. But that, but that's how we're raised too. And another sick thing in our society is we're taught that as males, you got to be something if you want to get that. Okay, you yeah. Like, you mean about you gotta, status? And yeah. Power? Like because sure. when I was young, I was like, oh, I want all the chicks. You know, like I want, I want so many chicks. Like hell yeah. And then I thought like, oh, well, I got to be a star baseball player to get that. Okay. And is dude, this another wrong just, turn you made? Oh yeah, that would be that would be just <laughs> straight up just that's like demonic thinking. What? That about thinking. status and yeah, power and status and... and like once baseball failed for me, that was like when my life began because I was so? I was trapped in this like death struggle, oh. and it was like all the fun is out of sports now because of money. It's gotten so serious, and now kids, parents have their kids, and everything's yeah. like, what are you gonna do? You can't play three sports. You're eight years old. You have to choose yeah. one sport, you know, because this is serious business. Yeah, and, and everything's so serious now. No, I know what you mean. Like, like, like sports are taken like extremely seriously, and you know, kids aren't just kids anymore. Right, you know? kids are like, not kids anymore. Yeah. Like, Yep. It, it, it is there is like something strange but like this hyper competitiveness yes that i i totally see that yep. um you know it's it's not only only that it's like you know it's parents like wanting their kids to be in the best schools yeah or like you know their kids has to speak four languages yeah so right. like, and they're like putting all this pressure on children to like be the best do this do that but like it what are, it, it is like a control thing because it's parents like wanting to live vicariously through their children well, and, it, and it's selling out to the system it's kind of like you're being fearful. Oh, sure. You know, yeah, you're like, thing, well, like, well, like, uh, you know, it's and white people are the best at this. Well, you're going to go to college fearful. and then you're going to, well, <laughs> you're not going to have a, a good job. And, you know, they're so afraid. Like now I'm at the point in my life where like I could care less. Like I could be happy living in a cardboard box. Like, like it'd be a little yeah, cold no, and I wouldn't enjoy is, that. But honestly, I'm like, like free. I've just been set free you and mean I'm you're happy. You're free from basically. I don't want to get like too heady here, but like you're basically free from capitalist expectations. I guess I well, think and, capitalism like does exploit people like for sure. Well, yeah. And, and I think that like what I'm trying to say is like, we were talking about the movie, the matrix. Right. And like, this is the matrix. But and, you don't think we're in a simulation. No, not, not like it. No, not like a literal okay. matrix. I just meant like, as far as the news is controlled. And so, like, when you watch the yeah, news... Yeah, there's gatekeepers for the yeah, news. Because yeah, the news... It, the news is controlled basically by, what, like, three major corporations? Yeah, yeah and there's like smaller every there, time. What know. is what News Corp that owns Fox News? And yeah, I don't even know. Time Warner and CNN? And I don't even know. All I go off more is the is the result of it. Like, say, Joe Biden. Okay. You can look up a clip of Joe Biden, like, touching little little kids. Stop! Look it up. That is not true. Look it up. Stop! And, and that will never get played not on Fox News and all this because, because why? Why? Well, because they don't want to play it. Let's, so they, they choose whatever they want to release. Look it up. You can look it up. I'm not going to look that. I'm not going to type that into any internet browser. <laughs> Just type in Joe Biden cre- I'm not Creeper. Doing creeper. That. Joe Biden. I'm not typing that. But, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing's a matrix and they control it all. And they, but they. Who's they? they? Well, I don't know. Okay. So, but, but you can see the results of it because they, they give us this message on the news that like, it's so out of disarray. Nothing is in control. It's just out of control. 
And it's like, well, no, I don't, no, 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 it is controlled, this, and that's all I don't all think facade. there's this vast conspiracy that you're implying. I think what it is is just it is capitalism with, you know, people being controlled and manipulated by the richest people. Like, the richest people in the world have control of the media, and they they decide, like, you know, what we're going to watch, you know, what the news is going to be, you know, right. the information that we get, basically. Yeah. And that's why, like, for example, like, when net neutrality, uh, what happened? They tried to, no, it passed or it didn't or... Anyway, they're, they're basically... Oh, yeah. No, the FCC. Who's that guy? Arjit Paul or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're, they're trying to get rid of net neutrality, which means that people will have to, like, pay for the internet. And then the internet yeah. will be a resource that basically companies need... will be able to decide how much it costs, you know? Yeah. And it's, that's basically shit that they do in, like, other countries where everything's, like, ass backwards and right, they're, like, right. in militari- militarized states. Um, so that's fucking terrifying, but yeah. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) but I don't know. And And you don't read Chris Hedges at all. No. Oh God. You need to look this up. But, uh, Chris Hedges had an article about, um, oh, the title of it is the coming collapse right? and it's on truth dick. And he's basically talking about how we're on the brink of a major economic disaster in this country. Absolutely. And he, and he says it's going to be like in Venezuela where there's like food rationing and all this sort of stuff. Because what's happening again is that the, banks right. who are another control factor in this country they've been issuing those like uh those bonds that remember the first economic collapse did you watch that movie the big short no i never did oh god well anyway. i heard about it i don't watch <laughs> so too many basically Hollywood movies it collapsed days. because um everything was built on these like bad mortgages yeah you know? so like and that's happening again yeah yeah for sure so like they think that's gonna collapse and they think that like credit card debt is another bubble that's going to burst and then yeah. also like student loan debt oh yeah and that nobody's going to have money the dollar is going to be yep. fucking worthless oh yeah and that people are going to be starving yep and not have jobs what do you think of that <laughs> what i think of that is that once again we are in the matrix and the only way out is the bible oh no and stop. here's why <laughs> okay here's why is because we we living in our flesh, you know, we're living in the world. We we have to have some faith in this world that like, well, it's going to be okay, right? Mm. But when you read the Bible, it says all of this. Like it it predicts. Like you're like talking if about I could like read, the end times. Yeah, like in Revelation. Wait, in Revelation. Like in Revelation 13. Okay. If, it, sure, go there. Read it. I'll just read it. Why not? Like, I think this would be fun for a lot of people because it's well, all, it's all know, the stuff. I, like, I'm not religious, and I guess you're not either, but, you know, I do. Love I the am, Bible. <laughs> you love the Bible, but, but you yeah. say you're not religious. Well, yeah, but... But yeah, it's just it's just about a book, and in religions, yeah. what they do, they take the glory, all well, the all the yeah, people at the top. Organized religion is it, another. It, it all just goes bad. Yeah, I and know. they and it stops being about the Bible, right? Which is never going away because it's just the truth. Yeah. But so this is chapter thirteen in Revelation. Yeah. And so this talks about the whole end times. Okay. And how the world. This is. And and they can't be talking about any other time, I don't think, because in no other time in human history has there been a global, you know, things where anything global. Like, sure, there was the Roman Empire. Yeah, because I sure, guess there we was, are we are globally connected yes, now. Yeah, and that's and, through technology primarily. Yeah, yeah. And so, by the way, the Bible is the most masculine thing 
you can ever read. <laughs> it is okay. like straight just authority and truth, and like it is just awesome. Oh boy! But yeah, so here it is. So, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and, his, and great authority. And I saw one of the heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast." And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints, and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindred and kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world if any man let an if any man have an ear let him hear he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity he that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword here is the patience and the faith of the saints and i beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two he- and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake as a dragon and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And, do, and he doeth great wonders, so that he make the fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he got, and he causeth all, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. Okay. <laughs> so... What did you, what was the last part? That was, that's the 666 part. Oh, like, God. that we've always heard about the devil, you know. Whew. But... There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, and it's hard. It's it, like if that's the first time you've read it, it's pretty like what, like what, like it's written in a, and it's a, it's like a. Um, so what exactly is this interpreting? So basically, this is this is the appearance of Satan in the flesh. Well, like so, what this is, revelation is end times. Uh, yeah. So and this is just one chapter out of twenty two. So and this is very. This is kind of a very abstract sort of uh riddle you okay. know where symbols and okay and so, so what so what do you to you does this symbolize and so it said you know when it says and it uh and he causeth all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name so it's saying that like there's going to be and you know this microchip stuff they're going they're want to they're going to want to put everything on you know, a computer system. Mm. And so all, all of our banking, all of everything oh my God. Well, will first be of on all, a chip. And then they'll want to put that chip 
you know, in our hands. Well, eventually. you know, it's interesting. I mean, first of all, like it's in like these companies like Google, like for yeah. example, they are mining so much data from people. Yep. And I mean, not e- here's an example of something. Yeah. Okay. This is crazy. So I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was hanging out with some people. We went out to a bar and then we were having a conversation at home. We were talking about this Pilates place. And this girl recommended that I go to this place called Wonder Bar Pilates. So I was like, okay, cool. And I had never, you know, heard of it really or anything. And then <laughs> the next day I get an email in my Gmail account. Mm-hmm. It was a promo for Wonder Bar Pilates. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Isn't so, that and crazy? So, and so what did you say? Like what information did you, how did that work It was work just again? a conversation I was having with somebody where she mentions the name of this Pilates place. Right. I literally didn't type anything up. What? You didn't type the, no, one thing. No, I didn't type anything. I didn't. I didn't send myself a text. I didn't send myself an email. I didn't, you know, put it in my notes or anything. You know, notes on an, an iPhone. And the next day, I get an email from the exact Pilates place with a promotional coupon. <laughs> Must have been just chance. No, no, I'm just no, it's data mining. I know. It's, it's like they. But data mining, they would have had to have like voice. That's like, what I'm saying. So the there there yes. are rumors that the iPhone specifically will <laughs> is recording what people say, yeah. and that it's basically they're using it to like sell you stuff, and like yeah, all yeah, kinds of stuff. Well, and that might be a, a uh, what they tell you, but also, and that's mm-hmm. like why 9/11 was such a big thing. Oh boy. Is because oh boy, is because like when that <laughs> happened, there was all of this breach in security. After that happened, it was like we have to stop the terrorists. We'll give up your freedoms, and then there was this whole thing where they could now take your data. And there was this whole you mean also, the Patriot Act, yeah, and also oh. an investment uh, sure. in all of these uh, computer technology to to mine this data, like you're saying. No, d- not to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean basically to invade people's yeah. privacy? Yeah, absolutely. You in know, the name of freedom. Of course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I no. I I agree with you there. That there were. So, I don't know the extent of it, but I'm sure there's very questionable. I mean, the Patriot Act is just like garbage. But um, you know, it did like horrible things to a lot of people. It was basically just an excuse to like police like Americans in, yeah. a, in a lot of crazy ways. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. even now, like you know, when you go to the airport and you know they're. I mean, like for for God's sakes, you know, go to the airport. You know, and they're they're looking at you, and then they decide. They basically decide, like, okay, we're gonna pat down this person. We're gonna pat down this person. Yeah. And then one time, you know, there's been times where they go through my bags, and you know, like, like I'll have a candle or something, and they're like, "What is this?" You know, and and they're acting like, you know, I'm like some threat to security. It's it's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh no, it's crazy. And you know, like I said. Well, because it, it's just interesting because, I, you know, there hasn't there hasn't been another hijacking terrorist incident like that. Well, first then, off, right? I mean, I don't, think, I don't think it was even done by terrorists. Oh, boy. I think, <laughs> I think, I mean, honestly, I don't know what the truth is. All I know is that those buildings, there was three buildings that collapsed that day. Look up 9-11 architect, or architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. His name is a Richard Gage, I believe. He's got some videos on YouTube. There's all these architects and engineers that are saying, like, no, 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 buildings don't fall into their own footprint at the speed of gravity. And you look at, oh, there's the jet fuel that melted all the all the insides. 
Yeah, whatever. Like, first of all, there's a huge fireball. Well, no, I mean, isn't that the whole thing about jet fuel melting still, still beams? That's not possible. It's right? not even, it's not even it's close. Not and think about this. There's, there's black smoke billowing out. Well, obviously that's an oxygen starved fire. So, so even that, if there was a mean? fire that's not going to be hot enough, there's not jet fuel Wait, melting. Hold on, hold on a second. And besides, so what did you outside, say about black smoke? So, so the black smoke was was coming out of the building. Okay. Well, that's because it's an oxygen-starved fire. So when 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 uh, fire doesn't have oxygen, well, it's not going to burn that hot. So even if there was jet fuel left, which I don't even believe there would have been much left after that big fireball, that, then it wouldn't have had the heat. To melt what? Like melt a thousand well, no. feet of steel or whatever? No, how t- however thinks, tall those buildings are? I don't think anybody thinks that that's what happened. No, it, I look mean, it up. The, they say that it melted the inside of the beams of the the beams that run vertically up those buildings, melted them, and then they just collapsed. And it's like that's ridiculous. And second of all, the well, and the outside of those buildings is a steel frame, not oh to boy. mention. But look at this. This is the smoking gun, if you will. Look at building seven. Look it up. Look up building Tower seven. seven. Tower seven. Yeah. Okay, you might you know it better than me apparently. <laughs> no, 9-11 is a big topic among open mic comedians. So I yeah. love well, it's to- it's a total it's 9/11. a total sham and oh, it's boy. a total I don't know about that. Lie. Listen, I just want to say I don't totally agree with you here, well, but I do I, think there are hey, questionable things hey, happening. If you, if you can if you if you can explain how building seven collapses into its own. No, I cannot explain at that. At the speed of gravity, you get the golden star. I cannot explain that. I'm not an engineer. I don't know anything about that. Right. Well it's more of a manly thing. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Why do you get mad at that? There's a lot of womanly things and there's manly things. A lot of women are engineers. Well, good for them. I bet they wear pantsuits. <laughs> You're gonna. Yeah, I'm. Have, I'm gonna have to edit out this last. No, story. no. Yes! You better not edit that out. Well, why? Because it's just good material. Do you want that's to, why. To know this about you. Absolutely. I have nothing to hide. That's why I'm happy. I'm free. The Matrix is this world, and the Bible is the red pill that sets you... I think it's the red pill that sets you free, <laughs> and is, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Oh, my God. And it's just happiness. It's just mm. pure pure freedom, pure happiness. I used to have a really big crush on you, but, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> well, hey, at least I don't, like, look at you all like, hey, 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 what's up? You know, I mean, what's up? So, so what? yeah, what do you do? Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, well, I'm just going to try to make some more conversation and hopefully I can get in your pants. That's the only reason I'm even talking well, to you. Well, I mean, do you think you used to do that with women? <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Sure. I mean, what else? I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's one of your wrong turns. <laughs> yeah, well, then then I would actually, a lot of times, I'd end up like, you know, really drunk. And then I'd be like, not have like a to, good conversation with talk. like a really ugly girl. <laughs> What I'd does that like, mean? What's ugly like, to you? I think you like I like I don't I honestly don't know what you think is ugly because I feel like I don't know. I think you have uh I think you think a lot of women are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, a lot, and I think a lot of women are ugly too. Huh. It's just the way I mean, you know, it's just the way and, and I'm not saying it's what you're attracted to. What I'm to. saying is that shouldn't be our staple. It is in our society. And that's what I'm saying, men, as you walk in the flesh, you want just a hot chick with a tight, tight little ass, you know. <laughs> but but really yoga really yeah. that shouldn't be our, you know, 
first of all, women shouldn't be dressing like they dress. Oh, stop. That, I'm definitely editing out this part. No, you better not edit out I can a wear single whatever thing. I want to wear. You better not. Yeah, I know you can. It's free will. It's free will. Mm. It's not. It's not like you know. We're not going to have start a uh, Nazi camp where you can't do that. It's just like you know. It's free will. It's just kind of like you know, matter what's right and what's wrong. Well. You know, I have to say, you you definitely, people are going to be asking about this episode. <laughs> For sure. You know, I don't You better see. not edit out one thing. And, right. and by the way, everybody, I want to say, Maruli does not share the opinions or views of the um, guest on her show today. <laughs> well, some... So don't, yes. don't blame it on Maruli. No. If you know, if, if you don't agree with Listen, anything if, I said, I, if this if this episode gets some traction, that's all I care about. You know, that's all I care about is free publicity. <laughs> I don't know. I have I have people who complain about me sometimes. So, like, well, I you said free publicity. I was like, a guest. Like, way to have some dignity there, Maruli. It's just. <laughs> Way to sell yourself. No, but I, I think any publicity is good publicity. Like that is the worst that, saying no, I've ever heard. That is true. Yeah, that might be true for scumbags. We're ah! like, we're like, well, hey, I did something <laughs> scummy, but hey, no, man, no, no, good publicity. I mean. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're, you're yeah, take, good job. High five. You're taking what I'm saying, and that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying because I I was a guest on a podcast where a guy called in to complain about me and to me that was like good publicity you know because he's talking about me he said that he googled me you know all this sort of stuff i know so. i know what i know what you mean that's the type of you good mean. bad pr that i like <laughs> you know when you have haters you know yeah well i mean yeah. i think i think if you're doing any good job you got haters exactly and i have many haters yeah not many yeah i mean if too many people hate you then you gotta start <laughs> wondering too but i'm pretty beloved actually yeah believe it or not <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that at all, but <laughs> no, I can believe it, Maruli. You know, you're a real people person and, you know, you're just fun to talk to oh. and you're interesting Thank and you. I, you're always a pleasure to talk to. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I guess we should get going. Um, uh, well, I'll plug my social media. I know you're not on social media nope. <laughs> and you don't need to be, you know, it's not for you. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, email the podcast with any questions or concerns or, you know, complaints, uh, unrulypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, it is a Google email account, <laughs> which is fine. And then, uh, yeah, you guys can find me on, uh, Twitter and Instagram at fixed air heather or type in unruly heather Maruli and it'll come up that's my comedy nickname did you know that yes i did know that oh you did you told me that oh last time shit. we talked yeah on the phone i, I know it's kind of it's pretty witty that's good no people uh, started calling me that like, oh really yeah they just like gave me a nickname well it's also it's, it's always better to have a nickname that somebody gave you than like n- making up your oh own making up your own nickname is for losers that's all yeah that's for losers, that is for do losers. That. did you ever have a nickname white hair when i was growing up oh. i had white yeah. hair I, you had like super blonde white hair yeah i didn't know you then but yeah great okay well thanks for coming on all right thanks for having me it really is a pleasure no problem todd okay okay bye thanks mm-hmm